0: Hey, welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonato. The Black Knight Nation podcast is brought to you by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon is a company run by Joe Ross, who's a former Army fullback, former Army assistant coach, former Army officer. He's also been on the Black Knight Nation podcast. Check out our YouTube channel where we have archives of former player interviews. Uh, The last one we did was with Trent Steelman, so check that one out. That's a little bit going back, but today we have uh, Jeff Bacon, 2014 Army football captain with us tonight. Thanks so much, Jeff, for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Now, uh, Jeff, we usually um, get started with uh, talking about how you got to West Point. And the aforementioned Joe Ross had a hand in you getting to West Point, right? He was kind of your recruiting coach. So that's pretty neat. You're coming out of Milwaukee. I was doing a little research before we jumped on. And it seemed like, you know, maybe December of your senior year, maybe Army gets into the picture. Maybe you can tell us the story, so to speak.
1: Uh, so, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Coach Ross, uh, he was my – he was the guy that kind of started everything for me coming to, coming to West Point. Uh, so, for me, coming out of Milwaukee Riverside High School, I did not know what, what West Point was. Uh, my high school coach, one day he said, man, would you be interested in going to the Army uh, to play football? And I was like, man, I mean, I guess – at that point, I was like, man, you can send my highlight tape to anybody. I just wanted to play football. Uh, sent it out. It seemed like we got a little bit of interest and stuff like that. Uh, Coach Ross came uh, came for a visit. Uh, and then that's where he kind of, you know, explained uh, explained what everything was. And, you know, we, we went from there. Um, did all my testing. Uh, and I was, at that point, I was pretty excited. You know, a D1 school was uh, was was really looking at me. Uh, and they essentially gave, you know, they essentially offered me uh similar to a lot, you know, most of my peers and stuff like that. We, we get the West Point scholarship, but obviously, you know, there are other gates that we had to meet, um, uh, ran into a little bit of trouble, uh, in regards to my grades, uh, slash testing scores coming in at West Point. Uh, and that's where I met Colonel, ma- major at the time, but now Colonel Adisa King was about to take command out in, uh. Uh, about the tape brigade command in hawaii third brigade uh 25th infantry division also army football player uh and you know i would say that's where everything you know really went went crazy at that point because he you know him and coach ross they were they were set that they were gonna that they were gonna get me into west point you know there were some things i had to do uh in regards to you know testing and stuff like that uh but i, I you know i owe a lot to him and coach ross uh, for the work they did to get me into West Point, I ended up taking my visit up there. Met, met. Well, I already, I've already met Coach Ross at this point. Uh, got to meet Major now Colonel King, uh, and you know, I, I, I fell in love with, I fell in love with West Point. Uh, obviously, we all know the Hogwarts kind of atmosphere it has, uh, but for me, you know, I thought it was a great place to go uh, in regards to the academics. Um, you know, being a top, you know, ranked academic institution. Uh, you know, coming out with a job, you know, just being like, you know, looking at the reality of it. There are so many things that, you know, kind of pointed me to West Point. Uh, I remember when I did get my official offer, uh, I had a a teacher at my school, uh, Miss Mary Folk. She was in the Coast Guard for almost 30 years. And I remember I didn't, I did not realize how big of a deal it was, Uh, but she came, she came to the, to my classroom, was not my teacher at the time, but just came to the class I was in. She was crying. And I had right. no idea what she was, uh, what she was talking about, or what was going on. Uh, and then, essentially, you know, everybody was like, hey, "You need to do this. You need to do this." Uh, and so I did. I did uh, going back to my recruiting weekend. Uh, Josh Jackson, he was a 2013 grad cornerback. He was my host. Uh, he showed me, a, you know, a, a great time. Uh, obviously, not your traditional college visit. Uh, however, he really showed me what the Army Football Brotherhood was about. Uh, and and, like I said, i I fell in love with the Brotherhood. I fell in love with the with the institution of West Point, and I thought it was kind of everything I needed at the time. so ended up you know, going to prep school and and that was that was it.
0: Yeah, before Arby gets into the picture, what are your options, what are you' thinking about what what do you think you would you were gonna do?,
1: uh, so I mean at, at that time I had a couple scholarship offers, d one AA schools. I think South South Dakota offered me University of South Dakota uh university of north dakota not north dakota state (laughs) uh uh so i had a couple of those offers some small schools in minnesota uh i think for i i I got into morehouse uh so i was thinking you know at that point i was just gonna you know try to walk on there uh in atlanta uh but west point happened and you know i I didn't look back from there.
0: yeah i mean you look at you were a and going back to your high school days, real quick, you were a wide receiver more than a, a defensive guy, or no? What what did Army
1: originally recruit you as? So, you know, you have to talk to Coach Ross on that one. But from my understanding, uh, I was being recruited as an athlete because I definitely uh, was not good enough to play wide receiver <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the at the collegiate level. Uh, but things worked out for me. Uh, I knew, as weird as it sounds, I kind of wanted to play defense. Um, I, I I somewhat put it in my head like man, this is the army we defend America. Like to be on the defense would be uh, some would be great, you know, a great opportunity. Uh, so as weird as that sounds, that's kind of how I framed it. Uh, so for me, I, I was excited, and you know, they told me I was coming in as an athlete, uh, so I so I, I knew what I was getting into. Coach Ross was very upfront about, hey, look, this is West Point. And this is the things. These are the things you're gonna have to do. So I, I'm very appreciative to him. I had a lot of classmates, athletes, and non-athletes as well. Uh, have the conversation of, man, I did not know what I was getting into when I came to West Point. That was not the case with me. Coach Ross told me everything that I was gonna have to do. He told me it's gonna be hard at times. He said, you won't you aren't gonna like it at times. You know, you'll face adversity and stuff like that. And he was true to his word, especially considering. Uh, I tore my ACL at prep school. Uh, hmm. So he definitely, he was true and he was true through and through with everything he told me. Uh, so I'm definitely appreciative appreciative uh, to, to Coach Ross. Same thing with Colonel King. Uh, I, you know, I was stationed out in Hawaii. So, and Colonel King was there, having him there, I mean, he was a godsend. You know, he was, a, you know, I'm an airborne ranger because of him, you know. Uh, so, you know, guys like that.
0: Yeah, we we had a decent kick on the podcast, uh, going back, and uh, just a really great conversation. I mean, and like you said, when you are being recruited by a guy who's been through it before and can give you that kind of picture about what, you know, because with all due respect, Jeff, sometimes when um, Army is recruiting players, sometimes they don't have that big picture. Their their goal sometimes is to get that play that D one football, you know, and get to uh, to a D one school, and then. But the prep school is an eye-opener right i mean the prep school is a little bit of an eye-opener and then uh, i mean you know it, 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 it's it, it's to me maybe i'm maybe i'm because i never been through it so it's, it's a battle of attrition sometimes you know it's about just to 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 every day you know i mean maybe not for you but i, I guess like you said that prep school right you, you 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 got injured so i mean what 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 was that kind of like that experience to go like because you know you, you you start off and it doesn't go the way you wanted it, but. Uh,
1: so I can, I mean, I could tell you uh, every day. was a, it was a battle of attrition. Uh, you know, I, I look at it, you know, West point the whole, you know, the 48 month experience, you can tack on the time at prep school as well to that. Uh, you know, it definitely is almost a battle of attrition. Just, just like you said. Uh, and, and, it, it was the first place that I saw that no matter how great you are, you're going to struggle in some aspect of, of West Point, whether it be physically, academically, militarily, uh, in some dimension of everything that West Point puts you through, you're going to struggle. Uh, what really, uh, solidified, that was, uh, Andrew Rodriguez, major Andrew Rodriguez, Rodriguez, uh, I, I, you have to be familiar with him, obviously, you know, army, army yeah. legend, uh,
0: Campbell trophy winner,
1: Campbell trophy winner, uh, when I saw everything he went through battling injuries, um, you know, we you know, he's the he's one of the golden standards of West Point, you know. And if a guy like that goes through adversity, then you know everybody should expect to go through something. Uh, and it, and it's different, you know, it's different for everybody. Like like I said, you know, some people struggle militarily, academically, physically, uh, but you know, it's definitely something you have to get, you know, you have to push through. Uh, I know for me, starting off at West Point, it was. It was definitely, I struggled with academics <laughs> big time. Um, so I struggled with that. I struggled I struggled adjusting to, you know, the military aspect of discipline. Uh, it just was something I was not, you know, accustomed to, you know, to that degree. Uh, sorry, that's my son in the background of the hearing. Um, so it is it, definitely something I just was not accustomed to. Uh, but with that being said, uh, the great thing about West Point, whether it be prep school or, you know, you proper that give you the tools to adjust. Uh, it just depends on how much work you want to put in. And, you know, luckily for myself, I learned that lesson pretty early uh, in regards to, you know, dealing dealing with the different adversity that you'll you'll face there.
0: So I'm trying to um, – your first year would have been 2011 at West Point, right? Yes, sir. Um, so you're talking about guys that you're – you know, you roll my, guys that you can look up to, like the Andrew Rodriguez's of – you know, of the team and is Erzinger still on the team at that point or now?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I did so I had a I had a full year with Erzy. I had a full oh sorry, Steven Erzinger. Uh <laughs> I had a full year with uh Major Irikas. Uh it was a ton of guys on that team that 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 I was able to to learn from David Brooks. Uh, <laughs> although he was although he had graduated, he was a GA at that time. So came back and he mentored us a lot uh pat mealy as well uh you know steve anderson those guys Vic, victor eugenie he was one of my coaches at prep school Chaz press uh, he was one of my coaches carson williams we had a you know damian hunter we had a ton of guys that we were able to learn from um to you know help us through that transition uh and you know they they still mentor us to this day.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, your you talk about that freshman year. What was that freshman like for you at football for football? Because were you still kind of rehabbing with, with your knee? Or, uh,
1: so was... so for for me that freshman year, uh, it was an adjustment once again. You know, academically, and, but I will say that that def, that prep that prep year definitely helped us out because we knew what we were getting into. Right, like uh, I remember getting off the bus at prep school. Uh, oh, my God, these are drill sergeants yelling at us and stuff, but you don't realize these are cadets. And, you know, although you you, you have to go through it with a degree of seriousness, you just at that point, you are scared. Uh, and all of us were. Uh, however, when we got to Beast, going through that, it, it wasn't necessarily the same fear. It was more so like, hey, all right, now we're just playing the game and we just have to make it through and we have to help other people that were in our situation that are in our situation now, but you know the, the situation we were in previously, just help help them through. Uh, so so that was that was more so the goal. But from a physical standpoint, I was cleared. I was good to go. I had been practicing uh, with the team throughout Beast uh, and everything like that, and and I was ready to go for this for the season. Uh, fortunately, you know I was able to travel uh, as a freshman. Uh, I wasn't starting initially, but you know, uh, <laughs> kind of once again, Coach Ross being true to his word. Uh, he he always told me like, hey Jeff, you're you're this close to 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 being in the game, uh, and and that that actually helped me out. Uh, same thing I had a you know Kingsley Ahe he was on that team as well, uh, and I you know he he was one of, one of, he was one of those big brothers uh, where I could be or you know I I sometimes would <laughs> express some frustrations like man I should be playing. Uh, however, you know he told me look man just be ready when your number's called. And you know, to to that point when my number was called, keeping in mind what he said, I was ready um, and things worked out. I still wasn't knee brace though, but I was I was good to go.
0: Do you remember your first game, your first snap on defense and what that was like?
1: Oh, so that's like twofold for me. Uh I remember I remember like when things clicked for me. I can okay. say that because uh, that that's definitely a difference. Uh, I did get in, I got in like one snap at the end of the game. Uh, it was our first game of Was Northern Illinois. Uh, I got in like, I got in one snap, uh, but I was I, I was on special teams. So, I mean, as a freshman, I, I, I can't, looking back on it, I can't really complain. Uh, however, the game where I knew that I was gonna play and I actually did play and things clicked for me was Tulane uh, that freshman year. Uh, we had suffered some injuries on the defense. Um, and from there i I was able to 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 get the opportunity and from there i kind of just ran with it
0: yeah yeah i mean uh man that sophomore year yours right i mean i look at um what you're able to do as far as statistically i mean yeah i I believe it like 136 tackles something to that and then i mean so you're like right in the middle of it your sophomore year right i'm not sure if you're making calls on defense but you're 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 one of the guys who are expected to make a difference on defense, right? So going from freshman year to sophomore year.
1: So I, I would say my sophomore year, I was pretty fortunate. Uh, th- those seniors that we had, uh, specifically Nate Combs. Uh, you know, academically, he is he is actually he's, he is tremendously smart. Uh, however, see, on being on the football field with him, he is smarter. If that may like it, it, it was absurd. Uh, the things that the things that he taught me uh in the positions he put me into su- to succeed uh, you know definitely you know with, with coach uh Sadat coach Lyles <laughs> and coach Smelan, uh, I think we definitely had a relationship in regards of like they they knew how to you know they they knew where to, to place me uh you know to to, to be successful uh, you know, unfortunately I, I didn't help as much as i would have liked you know in regards to you know getting the wins and stuff like that but you know just learning from those guys it was it was a tremendous opportunity specifically uh nate combs being able to learn from him uh i remember watching film with him uh he would he would, you know he would force me to come to his room to watch film uh, friday nights before the games and stuff like that my going my sophomore year and when we would game day it would be like all right we know they're doing this we know they're doing that um and to be honest the numbers i had i would credit to to nate um uh, hmm. because you know he like like i said he taught me he taught me where to where to go how, how to read various things um uh, so you know i have to give all credit to nate because <laughs> he, he was he was next level he was next level
0: Real quick, this your sophomore year that Air Force game, right, where you guys were able to be mm-hmm. Air Force at at Mikey. I mean, I just remember him being all over the field in that game mm-hmm. and just making an impact. So I uh, just asking you, I mean, do you have it? I mean, was it just like? Did it seem like there were like two, three, four Nate Combses on the field in that game you? Uh, it was. You?
1: <laughs> it was um, I mean, he was like I said, he was just so he was so smart. He knew where to put himself. He knew how to recognize. Uh, what the offense was doing, uh, he was the first person that I that that truly showed me what film study was. Uh, so, it, like I said, it, it was incredible to to play to to play you know with him. Uh, one of the the games that was probably one of the most fun for me. You know, like I said, unfortunately we didn't get the the, the number of wins we wanted to. Uh, but you know, a game that I look back to, or two games specifically that year that I look at, I'll never forget uh, the Rutgers game, uh, or Rutgers, they were like top 10 in the the nation that year. Uh, they had, had a lot of good players. Uh, and I, sometimes it felt like it was like, it was just me and Nate out there. Just like, I felt like I felt in tune with him. Like he would look at me and say this and I could tell what he was going to do. And it was almost like you come here, that type of stuff. So, uh, and he would, and it didn't. It didn't matter if he made a good play or not. He was always on to the next one. He was always saying, "We got to keep going. We got to keep pushing." Uh, so that game is one that I always think about. Uh, and then I think about obviously Army Navy that year too, uh, because same same thing. Uh, <laughs> like me, him, coach had It was like we were all we were like on one page in regards to what the defense had to do uh to do that year uh traditionally i was not a blitzer <laughs> i hated blitzing uh it was not my thing uh but i mean we were making so we were making tackles in the backfield we were we were just having we were out there having fun uh and just letting loose uh, and i just remember nate he would always throw up the l because he's from louisville so he'd always throw up the l uh and so like those are those are two games in, in particular uh because of like playing with playing with him, uh, I'll never forget. I mean, I mean, it's a host of games like that, playing with the teammates and stuff. Sure, you know, I could go. I could go back to my freshman year. Uh, me and Josh Jackson, we had a handshake, and I had a fumble recovery. Army Navy, we did the handshake, <laughs> and it got caught. It was it was caught on like live TV, um, and I just you just see Coach Coach Ellis just he just yoked me up and grabs me. Uh, so I mean, it's a it's a lot of memories and stuff like that.
0: No doubt. And, uh, you know, looking at it, right, the linebackers that Armies had say over the last 15 years or so, uh, if we go back to Steve Anderson, Erzinger, Rodriguez, um, Nate Combs, yourself, uh, you know, I, I got to get into Andrew King, Jeremy Timp, uh, James Nautical, fellow Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsinite or Wisconsin, yeah, fellow player from Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. James Nautical, uh, Cole Christensen. John Radigan, we could just go up and down the list. I mean, I know you were at a game. uh, You you told you told me you were at the Boston College game. I don't know how closely you watch um, the inside linebackers or in that game or the defense in general in that game. But like a guy like Leo Lowen's kind of continuing the linebacker legacy at West Point. Have have you got a chance to watch him like in games? And have what do you think about him?
1: So uh, you know, I think you said it. You know, the linebackers that have been coming through Army, they're uh, fantastic. I mean they're, they're, I think they're built different. Uh, but I will be honest with you, you know, I think some of these linebackers that you mentioned they're in a the, they in the class of their own. You know, you mentioned Andrew Andrew King, Jeremy Timff, uh, some of those guys that, you know, specifically I think some of them that have been in the Monkey era, uh, I think they're I think they're built different. And it's 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 fun. They're fun, they are fun to watch. In regards to the intensity they bring, uh, you know, similar to, you know, the guys, you know, the Steve Andersons, the Erzingers, Andrew Rodriguez, similar to them, uh, the Nate Combs. I think they're in the class of their own as well. Uh, you know, to to be honest with you, I think all of them have brought, in my opinion, you know, I, you know in my opinion, I look at it with pride. Uh, you know, seeing seeing how they play. you know going back to the past looking how they did play uh and then looking at the future the current times in the future you know you know how the guys come in are playing uh it's it's fun to watch um and like i said you know it carries a sense of pride just knowing that you know these are the type of players uh that are you know representing the program uh you know not to sound like an old grad you know but it's cool because you know we get to see what they're doing on the field uh, however, you know, at the point where I'm at now, you get to see what, what these guys do in the army and you kind of understand what they do in the army and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, obviously they're creating, you know, they're creating a lane of their own on the field, which is great to see. Uh, but it's also great to see what they do in the army as well. You know, once they, once they commission, cause you know, they are football players doing, doing some, doing some great things right now.
0: No doubt, no doubt. Um, maybe you'll just wrap up your your playing career a little bit here. Um, your junior year, do you have any like walk us through your junior year and how that w- worked out? Worked out. Uh, for you. I
1: mean, you know, obviously, you know, once again, unfortunately, junior year was junior year was a struggle. Uh, personally, saw some injuries. Uh, you know, we you know we didn't get the results that we wanted, uh, and it, it was just all around tough year. You know, just just being just being honest. Um, you know that was when, you know, transitioning to the off season, Coach Munkin came in, uh, and you know, it, it, you know, that, it, that's college sports. You know, things like that happen. Um, you know, uh, however, I think what General Caslin was working to do, uh, obviously, it's, it's it's paid off tenfold. Uh, you know, guys, guys like me that you know got to play under Coach Ellison, You know, my peers. We're appreciative to him because you know he was the first one to kind of offer us opportunity uh, to to come to the academy and, and, and represent uh, you know West Point on, on on the football field. So you know, despite how things turned out, you know we're, we're obviously still appreciative uh, to to him, and he has played a big role and, and to where many of us are today. Uh, so you know, we definitely have to you know give a huge shout out to to him. Uh, However, you know, obviously, potentially things needed to change at, at West Point. You know, that's what senior leaders thought, and you know, for us, you know, we just go with the flow. Uh, that's part of being a college football player. Uh, however, with General Caslin uh, and, and Mr. Corrigan at the time, you know, we had complete faith in them. Uh, from a, you know, one that they have always been transparent, and they, you know, in my opinion, been true leaders of of character. Uh, General kasman you know, he's he's one of the, you know, if you want to look at what you should be like as an army officer, just look at General Kasner, uh, In my opinion, uh, for everything he did, so those those changes that they made in that off season, bringing in Coach Ellerson, they were needed potentially, you know, from their perspective, and they, and they paid off. They paid off a hundredfold if you if you see what the program where the program has been over the last ten years and what they've been able to accomplish. Uh, so for us
0: you know what what I was, was that initial like your uh initial meeting with coach munkin was like because we you know we talked about this a lot on the podcast with the stories about how he mm-hmm. went into the locker room and if your locker room wasn't up to standard you were mm-hmm. your stuff was moved over to the visitor's locker room and stuff like that it was definitely a change in uh mindset i'm guessing right from from the past
1: it was that de- de- def- definitely definitely um uh... You know, looking back on it, I, I don't think you can argue with the results. Uh, however, you know, Coach Munkin, he came in, uh, and I, I think he brought potentially some things that we needed. Uh, and, you know, Coach Coach Munkin was very, very honest. <laughs> uh, and to be, you know, in a world where we where a lot of people lack honesty, you know, it's refreshing. Maybe not at the time, because, <laughs> uh, but definitely look, looking back on it, you know, I'm thankful for Coach Munkin. And I'm thankful for the staff he brought. I'm thankful for the values he instilled in us, the standards and discipline that he brought, uh, because they're necessary to win. He told us a lot of a lot of times it was not going to be fun. However, you know, when you get those wins, it would be fun. Uh, and you know, to be honest, obviously we didn't that first year we didn't get them. However, seeing what the program has become, once again, you know, it's a, it instills a sense of pride in you, uh, knowing that you know we were kind of there in the beginning. You know, not taking, not trying to say we are we started anything because we didn't. Yeah. Uh But you know, it was to say, hey, I played for that guy. You know, I played for that coach. Uh, same thing, same thing with Coach Bateman, who was the, you know, a defensive genius. And you know, I, I truly consider myself fortunate to have ever played for him, and to get to know him, uh, and get get to and, and being able to see the way he he thought. Uh, but I mean, that first year was it was extremely tough. Uh, it was extremely tough, you know, going back to as soon as he got there, right, clearing out lockers, moving people, uh, you know, moving people to the visitors' locker room, you know, stuff like that. That first year of Matt Drills, uh, it, was, <laughs> it was awful. Uh, what was I that,
0: 4.30 four, four a.m., Jeff? Oh, uh, it was.
1: Matt, a, nah. Yeah, so to be honest, so, you know, funny story about Matt Drills, I actually missed the first day, uh, and that's something I, I still take heat for to this day. Um, I got sent on a recruiting trip to Wisconsin that weekend and I flew out on Friday. I was supposed to be, my flight was supposed to bring me back Sunday. I was, everything was supposed to be good. It was a snowstorm, so my flight got canceled. Uh, however, I did not tell them I was going. I just went, right? <laughs> so nobody on the coaching staff knew I was gone. Uh, and then so that first day, you know, I'm telling them, I, I told them my flight got canceled and everybody, they're going crazy. Like, what's going on? Like, why aren't you here? and everything like that uh and at this point i'm a little nervous myself like i like it's i'm and they're telling me like hey man you need to get here you need to get here and i'm like you know hey i'm in minnesota right now like because i I was i flew to minnesota and we got stuck in minnesota i'm like i I mean do you guys want me to walk uh and to be honest i really think they wanted me to walk uh like you know just to show my commitment uh you know i got there I met with you know i got there i missed the first day of matt drills the team was there in the, in the afternoon so i got there kind of evening evening ish first thing they picked me up from the train station they take me straight to coach monkey uh we you know we have a conversation you know he explained some things to me uh that you know i, I honestly didn't think about uh from a leadership perspective uh and you know i i would say the first time our first interaction with Coach Monk, and that's where the leadership training started, in my opinion. But that meeting was just a reinforcement of the things that, you know, I, I potentially was not mature enough to think about at the time. Uh, so, you know I, I, you know, I look at it as he was developing me, you know, throughout that process. Uh, and, you know, we go through them, we go through mat drills, and, you know, I'm there that next day, and it's, it, it, it's tough. And so, you know, obviously that junior year, I made that switch to safety. And i think we all have to be honest i was a big safety but i was a slow safety uh, and we can call a spade a spade I, I i'll take that uh so going with all the DBs and the drills i lost all the drills uh, hmm. i i it's, i it's, i struggled to win drills uh, but it also got to the point where coaches were picking on me in drills too uh, i won't necessarily i won't say they were picking on me uh, i was supposed to be a leader of the team and you know they they made me prove it and they made me earn it, uh, so they would make me go longer in certain drills. And it was to the point where it was very noticeable because people wouldn't want to go against me in drills because they knew they were going to have to go longer. So it's kind of funny, <laughs> Coach, uh, Coach 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 De- Dewitt. He was the, he was the one that specifically did it a sure. lot. Uh, so uh, it was it, you know it was funny, uh, but you know we we make it through mat drills and. To this day, Matt drills is the hardest thing I've ever done. Uh, right. and, and I can talk about Ranger School. I can talk about eyebolic Ranger. Like by far, Matt drills that first year, February two thousand fourteen, hardest thing I've ever done physically, mentally yeah. as well. Uh, and it, I, I I did not know it at the time, but it would prepare me for my military career later work later or which i am extremely appreciative if i could say if i could tell you know cadets or you know guys on the football team going through it now it's like you'll look back in but man it's not not saying that everything you're doing in the military is cake because it, it isn't uh but it not drills i remember i remember going through ranger school and ranger school was a tough experience to me if you know you know Uh, (laughs) I've recycled a couple times Uh, and you know I remember thinking learning I learned it in in mat drills everything will everything will end you know and so it was was similar to Ranger school you know at some point it's gonna end Uh, you know those tough times where you think you want to quit which you know, obviously I'm not gonna act like I did not have those tough times in Ranger School too, because I did where I, you know, I was like, man, I want to quit. But you get to a point where it's like, man, just put your head down, shut up, and just keep keep pushing. Uh, and mat drills that first year, that was the first time I I experienced that. It's
0: incredible, right? That you can relate that back almost ten years ago. You know, you can almost think it that ten years ago and you have this vivid memory of it. Um, you know, from from the Matt drills. Um Real quick, your senior year, I, I, I was covering the team. It's a little bit the memories, a little bit that. Were you a little banged up before the Army Navy game? Did you get a little banged up your senior year or no?
1: Oh, my senior—that's when I broke my leg. Uh, yeah, You, I you had to work, come back,
0: so, right? You had to come back to the, for that Army Navy game. So right? it was
1: it was the Yale game. Uh, I dislocated essentially a pot a pile. I was on on the bottom of the pile essentially. Uh, my leg got caught somehow I had my knee brace on. So luckily, and luckily I had that on. But my foot got caught somehow, my dislocated my ankle and I broke my fibula. I uh, had surgery that Monday, and then spent the next couple months recovering. Uh, and I was able to make it back for Army Navy. Uh, you know, that's just to the great training staff we have. Uh, but I, I honestly didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, it's pretty funny uh i started running two weeks well i started running about three weeks before the game but that was just in the like our bubble treadmill if you ever seen that before Uh they would just let, let me run five minutes here five minutes there type, type of thing um uh, the alter g that's what it's called i can't remember um then two weeks before practice or before the game that's where i started to run outside and i just i would just run laps with uh bobby dafflin on the field uh and then, really, I think it was, like, a, maybe a week before before the game, that's when I started suiting up with the team and, and getting reps. Um, and I remember that, th- I think, with, that Thursday we left before the game, uh, I just remember going up to Coach Bateman, like, hey, hey, Coach, you know, I know I'm not going to play, but I appreciate you, uh, you know, letting me get back out there and, and kind of get the reps uh, with the team and whatnot. Uh, and he said, I mean, he said, man, I know what you're talking about. You're starting Saturday. I was like, yo. <laughs> Like Coach, <laughs> I don't know about this, uh, but yeah, he, he got me back out there. And then even Coach Mucken, he would come down because at that point, Coach Mucken never really came down. I watched the defense uh, when we would do towards the end of practice when we would break. Uh, but he was even down there and I just remember him sitting back kind of in the end zone as we would do our as we would do our, you know, get our reps uh, from the scout team and whatnot. Uh, and I was just like, man, you know, trying to trying to go as best as I could. Uh, I still had a screw in my leg or in my ankle at that time, um, but you know, I was able to play. You know, being able to play that last game, uh, it was a, uh, you know, I, I, I was grateful. To be honest yeah. with you, that that's the only thing I, you know, to to be able to. Obviously, a, a win against Navy, you know, would have been the, you know, most pre- preferred way to to go out. You know, as a as a firsty um, with my army career. However, you know. Two weeks later, I was. You know, two weeks prior to that, I was in a boot. You know, mm-hmm. so to be able to to let, even play, you know, I'm I'm extremely grateful to you know the Army football program, all the coaches, all the training staff.
0: Yeah, real, real quick about the Army Navy game, right? Uh, it's coming up in less than two weeks now. The countdown clock's been going on, and mm-hmm. you know they talk about how special the game is and how the important, you know, the rivalry is the best in college football. Which you know, I've covered enough Army games to attest to that the, how great the rivalry is. In your mind, I mean, that senior year for you, I mean. Was that any incentive? Is that any motivation at the end there just to say, hey, I, I want to go on the field one more time with my brothers in this game? Not
1: necessarily.
0: I know it been, I know it was, was your last game, but in this game, in this rivalry, I don't want to miss this game.
1: Definitely, definitely. You know, I think uh, one of the things, you know, just being a college football player, you want to be on the field anytime, right? Uh, however, I think you just alluded to it uh it's a special game I you know you gotta call spade a spade it it is a special game uh and you know that's something I didn't realize as a you know I didn't realize it until I played in my first army navy game how special how special that game was uh and it was definitely I mean when when they put the bug in my ear that I could come back army navy I definitely wanted to to suit up uh you know I didn't necessarily you know expect to play but just to be able to suit up and be able to walk out on the field with my brothers and stuff like that, you know, guys that I had, that guys that I have fought through a lot with, you know, guys like, you know, Andrew Santiago, Richard Glover, you know, my brother, Uh, you know, guys like Mike Eugenie, Joe Drummond, Larry Dixon, Trent Turrentine, Lamar Johnson-Harris, Hayden Pierce, like those are my brothers. Andrew King, those are my little brothers, Kelvin White. Stuff like, yeah. you know, th- those guys, just, just just to be able to get on the field with them. Steven Shoemaker, all, all those guys. Uh, just to get on the field with them one more time, it was, uh, you know, it was a dream come true for me at that point.
0: Yeah, and you guys gave it – I mean, that was a game, if I can remember. Was that a game I, – I, I'm trying – the games get a little blurred up. But, I mean, you guys gave them a little bit of a run, right, too, So, from what I can recall, so –
1: yeah, I mean that's that's definitely something you know with with Coach Monkey, you know he 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 instilled that in us you know early on you know in his tenure. that, man, we got we got a chance to we had we had a chance to beat anybody, you know. So yeah, uh, ultimately you know we didn't get the results we wanted, but you know uh, we we are now saying what. Yeah, he's
0: no doubt, no doubt. It's got to be fun. How fun is it to watch the success that Army's having in these uh, CIC games now as a former player?
1: Man, to be honest with you, it's it's fun seeing the success that they're having in, in every game. You know that 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 they play. You know Army always competes, and that that's what's that's what's fun to watch. Uh, you know, obviously, obviously we always want to get a win. Uh, you know, so with that being said, uh, just seeing the intensity that the uh, that the that the fellas play with, uh, that they bring day in day out, the passion uh, on on the field. You know. Uh, the discipline they bring as well uh just seeing like those little things that they, you know that they do um it's it, it it is fun to watch uh you know so uh the the army football brotherhood is strong and the one thing that is that is all that I've always admired is that you know you can go back hundred years in the past and you know where everybody's rooting for you know the current players uh and the current team so
0: yeah, it's amazing when they get everybody together in July for the football club outing, the golf outing, and you can see all generations, different generations of Army football players, and they're all like they're all in different groups talking. Uh, the ages could vary from like a grad in the '60s to the current grads, and it's just the relationship that's built there is incredible. Um, you talked a little bit about life after West Point, Jeff, and how you had to go through the your Airborne schools, your Officer's. Uh, trainings and stuff uh what tell us a little bit what you're doing now and t- i guess you already explained how like an army football player has really helped you in your in your in your professional career now
1: yeah so uh right now' i'm a, I'm a senior captain uh i'll be looking at getting promoted within the next year or so uh currently stationed at Fort Eustis. Uh, i work in the TRADOC headquarters uh, as a special assistant to the commanding general general gary brito so that's what i'm doing right now
0: what what have you done? What has your um your 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 service time, your active duty time, led you? Have, have you been, um, uh, any tours or anything like that? Okay. What, what what have you what have you so, done? If you'd like to share. Uh,
1: so after graduating, uh, like a lot of my classmates, uh, go down to your BOLIC or your your basic officer leader course. For me, it was a uh, infantry, uh, basic officer leadership course. Uh, that was at Fort now Fort Moore formerly known as Fort Benning, uh, Georgia. Went through, (laughs) uh, initially was supposed to go through our bullet course, ended up uh, getting linked in with me and some other guys, Terry Baggett. uh, Specifically, we got linked up with uh, General Austin Miller. He's a a grad as well. Uh, He was the commanding general at Fort Moore at the time. And it ended up sending us down to Ranger School we went through, went through ranger school, then went through the, the basic course. Uh, after that, I did the air, so the airborne. Um, then I went to my first duty station, which was Fort Cavazos, formerly known as Fort Hood, Texas, uh, where I was with uh, 112 Cav and 3rd Brigade. I deployed to Kuwait for nine months with them. I did a tour there. Uh, then came, once I returned from Kuwait, uh, went to 375, so 3rd Battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment. Uh, where I was a platoon leader uh, in CECO. Uh So did did about two years there, uh, did one tour to Afghanistan uh, before going to uh, the captain's career course for me, the maneuver ca- captain's career course uh, back at Fort Moore, uh, Georgia. I did that. Then I went to first SFAB where uh, I was an HAC commander uh, for about a year uh, before going to Schofield Barracks, where I did uh, time as a company commander, both in uh, a rifle company. So I was in CECO 127 uh, Infantry, wolfhounds Hounds, uh, and then I did time as HHC commander uh, prior to coming to Fort Eustis.
0: Has it been everything you thought it would be as far as, because it seems like, you know, you you had your, your tours, you had, you, you moved around a lot. You got to, um, you know, like you said, you got to run into people that you, you, You've you've known in the past, like, you know, Adisa King. um, Has it been everything you thought it would be?
1: So I've I've been pretty fortunate uh, throughout my, you know, college career, Army career uh, for the experiences I've had. Uh, I've got to, you know, kind of do some of the things that I, you know, thought I wanted to do, you know, air quotes there. Uh, I got to deploy. uh, I got to be in, you know, the special operations community. Uh, which was a great, ex- which was a you know a great uh, experience as well. Uh, for me, I'm still in, <laughs> you know, uh, so I, I'm enjoying it to be honest. Uh, I get to, I, you know, I love being around soldiers. Uh, that team aspect, uh, you know, as much as I think that I provide a service uh, to the army, I think the army has been providing me a service as well uh, in regards to you know potentially giving me the structure that I. Kind of need personally, uh, so you know. Obviously, you know, there are days where you know there are other things I will probably like to do, just like anybody else with any other job. But you know, I, I like what I do, and you know that, that's why that's why I'm you know I'm still in the army, uh, getting yeah. to work with soldiers and being a part of that team.
0: Are there any uh, are there any goals you want to accomplish more in your mil like in the military? I mean, is there anything uh, that you really <laughs> want? Yeah. You know?
1: uh you know for me i'm just trying to be a service where i can uh if, if that makes sense uh you know i've i've been fortunate to have some pretty cool experiences uh so i've been fortunate to learn some some pretty you know great i've been able, i've been able to learn for some pretty great you know people um so you know for me i'm just trying to one continue to learn uh continue to you know have various experiences but also you know share lessons i've learned with you know with people uh as well and, you know i just want to you know serve the soldiers in the army serve the american people as best as i can uh you know <laughs> make everybody you know that i represent proud if that makes sense uh, you know so that, that's that's really what i'm trying to do
0: Absolutely. Jeff, as I remember you as a player, you did have that that pride in you. You played with a lot of passion. You played with a lot of pride. And it seems like that's what you're doing now in the, in the Army, too. So we really appreciate you taking the time um, tonight to talk to us a little bit about your journey through West Point on the football field and now still in the Army. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. And we hope to talk to you down the road uh, soon. Thanks a lot, Jeff.
1: Thanks for having me.